Hey guys, Alana Terry here, and you are listening to the Successful Writer Podcast. Today I am sharing the audio from a Facebook Live that I did in the book promotion group by Lit Ring authors and Melissa Storm. I'm going in there live on Fridays to give a pep talk, and Melissa's got authors lined up for each day of the week to keep you motivated and encouraged, so I hope that this recording is encouraging for you today, and we'll talk soon. Hey guys, this is Alana Terry. I am glad to be joining you today. Again, glad that Melissa is hosting these videos and I hope that they have been encouraging to you guys and glad you're here. We made it to Friday. We made it halfway through April. Guys, that in itself is such a huge accomplishment, something to be so immensely thankful for. I've been focusing a lot on just gratitude, right? So how many of us, if we knew three months ago what was going to happen, how many of us would be like savoring things more, right? Like that last time you got to go to your favorite coffee shop and just sit and people watch or the last time you got to go to the gym or hop on a plane to visit somebody, like you would savor those experiences so much more if you knew what was coming. And I feel like if we can kind of take that same degree of appreciation for things that we used to take for granted and start to notice and appreciate the things that we have right now, it's going to really kind of lift our spirits. And it's just a great way to kind of start and end your day with some gratitude. So hooray, we made it to Friday. We made it halfway through another month of this. And we're doing okay. And I hope you guys can all say the same thing for your and your loved ones. I want to talk today about how to act like professional athletes. And I came across this kind of notion that a writer is a professional athlete years ago. But it made so much sense for me to start thinking about myself as an author, as an athlete, as opposed to an artist. And of course, yes, we're artists, we're creative, all of that. But there's, there's more to it than that as well. So for example, because I am a professional athlete, I'm not going to do things that put my like brain and body at risk of injury that's going to make it so I can't write. So for example, and this is just how I look at it, I gave away my ice skates this fall because I didn't want to fall on the ice and break a wrist and not be able to write for two or three months or however long it would take to heal from that. Same thing when I think about what I eat, things like that. Like I'm not the strictest eater. I'm not incredibly healthy or a health nut. Like, you know, I wouldn't be considered that. But I do think about that, what you put into your body, whether that makes you feel mentally sluggish, all of these things. So treating yourself and your body with the same kind of respect that a professional athlete would treat themselves and their body, I think we can at least find some encouraging parallels. And so I started to think, what would a professional athlete be doing during a pandemic? So you can take any type of sport, you know, so maybe it's like a a crazy long distance runner, right? They might now, okay, running is something that maybe you can do outside and maybe where you live, that's feasible. But let's just say that this is a, a sport where your regular training routine is totally disrupted, right? And for those of us who have been riding at home, for years anyway, this is still a disruption. For some people, it's because other family members, a spouse or kids are home when usually you've got your space to write. For some people, it's just there's so much else going on that it feels too chaotic to write. 
So even as a write-at-home author, it's okay to acknowledge, yes, your routine and your regular workflow have been disrupted. And then the next question is to just say, okay, how can I make the best of it? So for example, my husband is into powerlifting. Like he gets into like these big, huge, crazy weights. And we've talked about this that for a lot of like the bodybuilding type people, it's really hard if you don't have the right equipment to do what you need to do. Now, thankfully for us as authors, the right equipment doesn't have to be like a 10-piece gym <laughs> that weighs five tons that you either need to purchase and move to your house or something like that. But we do need to think about having a proper setup. So maybe that means having a dedicated space. I know that sometimes moving your workstation is it's kind of like the idea of a commute. And for some people that helps you get into the right mental mindset. So a lot of times when I have busy work to do, I keep my office for the creative work. When I have really menial busy work to do, I'll often move my laptop downstairs and kind of create a separate environment. And so maybe that's what you need to do. You need to find a way to carve out or create a separate environment so that you've got the right equipment so that you can keep doing what you're doing. Another parallel I was thinking for athletes is going back to my husband's analogy, like his goal is basically it's not to make way bigger strides, like increase. It's really just to not lose his momentum. Like, so keeping in mind, like maintenance mode is really, really good right now. You know, sometimes we talk about this concept, like, I feel like I'm just treading water. And usually that feels kind of like a negative thing because it means you're not getting ahead. But in such a strange situation like we're in right now in this pandemic, maintenance mode is amazing, right? So so think about, let's say you were dieting before you started and you wanted to lose 20 pounds. And, and now you're home all the time and you're stress eating and all of this. Instead of saying, okay, I still got to lose this 20 pounds, maybe you can just tell yourself, okay, I want to stay where I'm at and I don't want to gain anymore. Like that's, that's easier. So same thing with your writing. Ways to kind of maintain our writing careers. That doesn't necessarily mean you need to whip out your next 100,000 words by, you know, next week. Maybe it just means you keep up with your social media presence and you keep up with your readers group. Things like that. So realizing right now maintaining is actually a really good thing because that means you're not falling behind. And also what it means is you're keeping momentum so that when you go back to a more regular work schedule, you're still used to it. So what that might mean, maybe you're too stressed to write right now. And that's why I'm, I haven't written fiction in, since this whole thing started. But what I'm trying to do, and again, I'm not doing this perfectly. I'm not doing it every day, but something to at least try. Let's say you're in that same boat. What I would encourage you to do is to pick something that's at least helping you tread water and do that during the time where you would normally write. So let's say that you've got a writing schedule where you write for two hours in the afternoon. Okay, you're too stressed to write right now? Totally fine. Or the house is too chaotic, whatever. But maybe you still take that two hours or maybe you make it just an hour and a half and, and you work on something else. You send an email to your newsletter and you work on some book promotion materials and you tweak those back matter blurbs that you've been meaning to tweak now is actually a really good time to just do some of that administrative busy work that when you're in the midst of like a creative frenzy, it's just a distraction. But right now, it's way better than doing nothing. And 
it also kind of helps you stay in that mentality of, okay, I'm still working. So the sports analogy, since we're talking about athletes, this would be like, maybe you're a professional dancer and you can't go out and dance and you don't have the space in your little apartment to really work out. So basically all you want to do is to stay as strong and as limber as you were the day you went into quarantine, right? That's good enough. So maybe for us, that means you're not going to write, you know, 600,000 words. Maybe you are. And if, if you're doing that already, you probably don't need this video. But maybe your goal is to just say, okay, I'm not going to fall behind. And I'm going to keep a semblance of a routine so that when life does go back to normal, I'm I'm not starting over from the beginning. Do you know what I mean? Kind of like that dancer, like if she doesn't stretch every single day, she's going to have a whole lot more to catch up on, right? When she goes back into her actual dance studio. So that's just another point in, in favor of staying kind of mentally and physically healthy. So yeah, you're probably not training for a marathon right now, unless you're doing that on a treadmill. And I have no idea who would want to train for a marathon like ever, but especially on a treadmill. But it's still, again, just a, a point in favor of being a little bit careful about how you're treating your body, how much you're putting into it. You know, I kind of gave myself two weeks to just totally binge and stressy. And then I realized, okay, this is not going to be okay to do for two months or six months. And you need to kind of find what you're comfortable with, but it's at least worth thinking of. And one of your whys for staying healthy right now really can be so that when you do get back into your writing mode, you're still mentally sharp, you're fresh, you know what you've got to do. Something else that I think athletes can be working on during a pandemic, which definitely applies to us as authors, that would be your mindset. So now would be an amazing time to read some great books on productivity or mindset or limiting beliefs or any of these kind of works that will inspire you. And so that when you get ready to write again, you're feeling creative and encouraged and motivated. A, a great place to start is just thinking about what are some of your limiting beliefs that are impacting your writing career. Maybe you believe that real real artists aren't making a lot of money. Maybe you, like somewhere in the back of your mind, maybe you've got this limiting belief that the only authors who make money are the authors who have sold out their craft and are just, you know, commercial sellouts. And so obviously, if you want to see yourself as a real artist, you're not going to want to make a lot of money. So your money mindset, this is a great time since many of us do have extra time on our hands right now. But it's often harder for us to get into like the deep work of a first draft or something. It's a great time to work on things like your mindset. Just find some personal development books or books on creativity. Those can be really encouraging right now. And it's a good chance for us to slow down anyway. You know, fill up that spring of creativity. I watched Phantom of the Opera this morning. They were live streaming it. Every Friday they're doing a YouTube live stream of a Broadway musical. And it's fabulous. So finding things that are beautiful and artistic and creative and that make you feel creatively energized. That's another really awesome thing to be focusing on right now. So just wanted to leave you with that word. You are a professional and you're going to get through this and I hope that you're staying healthy. I hope that each week you're finding that you've got just a little bit more stamina, a little bit more energy and I hope you're doing really well and we'll talk to you later.